Welcome to Audible Interlude, a G.I. Joe podcast. I am your host, Dave West, codename Phantom Troublemaker. And I am your co-host, who wasn't expecting to go on at 7.54 p.m., Noel Wood, <laughs> codename Crapshoot. And I am the Cobra intern that is a stain on your action figure collection, oh! codename Legion Cub. Oh, curse you. Yeah, we're starting a little early because I thought I could hit a button and then it would kind of wait until we did the next thing before we actually started. And that's not how it works, it turns out. So here we are. You're getting technology. Six minutes of bonus content. And the first minute I know was was scintillating uh entertainment. (laughs) More more bang for your buck here, uh at Audible Interlude. Uh yeah, good thing we behaved. Yeah, you're not kidding. It's 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 always a fine line, uh, but we're professionals here. All right, I got to get myself off my screen. Let me put that away. Okay. Uh, needless things, YouTube channel, you're watching it right now. You can get reviews of Serpentor, of Dr. Stainbender, and coming soon, Python Patrol stuff, uh, other Joe things uh, right around the corner. And, of course, every other kind of toy you can think of on there. Uh, so subscribe, like, tell your friends, share, do all that stuff. Uh, I want to talk a little bit about scheduling. So if things go as planned on December 13th, that will be our next live stream and our final Tuesday live stream. Because, my gosh, I cannot keep doing these after working 12-hour shifts, I'm going to die. (laughs) Uh, And then the following Monday on December 19th, we are going to have our Christmas live stream spectacular. So two (laughs) weeks in a row, you're going to have live streams. They're going to be spectacular. Uh, And then December 26th, not a live stream, but the regular audio version of the podcast, we're going to have our year-end wrap-up. Uh, and then our very first live stream of the new year will be on January the 2nd. Uh, so just uh, keep that in mind. And once we get past the 13th going forward, they're going to be every other Monday. That's the plan. Obviously, the plans can change, pal. Uh, so, Noel, you're going to kick us off this week. Yeah. Um. Well, you know what? Before we get to that, we, we've got three minutes before we officially start. Uh, I think it's a good time for a little bonus babble. What do you guys think of that? I can, I can handle bonus babble. So we, yeah. won't, we won't start the show proper until, or start with our actual topics until <clears throat> eight. Because uh, I've, I've got something I kind of want to talk about, and I'm glad I, I'm going to do it now and not wait for next week's episode. So we had Black Friday and Cyber Monday. And that combined with me ordering my foreign outback and just a lot of different factors have come into play where I do very strongly feel pay what you're comfortable with paying. And, you know, it's great to wait for price drops or whatever, but if it's something that you definitely want, don't feel bad about paying. If you bought that Viper three pack when it was $90 and you were happy at the time paying $90. Don't let it bother you now that it's 58 on Amazon. <laughs> Be- well, not anymore. 
Well, not anymore. Not anymore. But it was for for a little while. It It sold out fairly quickly. It was $58.99 on Amazon exactly 23 seconds after I paid $67 for it on Pulse. Which my my magic price that I was waiting for was seventy bucks. Once it got under seventy, I was going to pull the trigger and go ahead and buy it. Uh, I just didn't think it would be from Pulse. I assumed it would be from Amazon. So when Pulse did their twenty five percent off sale over the weekend, and then they added in the Viper three pack, I was like, I'm in. This is it. I want this set. I'm dying to compare those Vipers to the existing Vipers because apparently there are some differences. So I really want to get them side by side by side and check those out. Um, But the bottom line is I'm happy with what I paid for Outback, even though he is technically now plentiful. He's been up for sale several times. People are finding in caps of Python patrol figures and uh, Outback in target stores. Now, apparently the big rollout is Friday but people are already finding these end caps that are only at Target, which have been pre-existing, but they had like Star Wars stuff on them before. Uh, Star Wars and WWE were on them before. Uh, now they're loading the Joe stuff onto those end caps. So you're going to be able to get out back. But I don't feel bad about getting mine because it gave me peace of mind at the time that I ordered it. Uh, and the same thing with that Viper 3-pack. I was happy paying 67 for it. So the fact that literally seconds later... <laughs> It was under 60 is, yeah, oh, it would have been great to save a few bucks, but I was I was okay with it then, so that shouldn't change my feeling about it. So that's that's my point, really, is if it's worth it to you to pay $400 for, what, a Starduster? I mean, he's up there, right? He's up there. He's up there. I have no idea, but I know he's up in the multiple hundreds. So if, if, if it's worth it to you to pay that, then pay that and be happy about it. Don't like, and, and if you buy something and then, you know, you're online, you see somebody, I, I got a Starduster for 50 bucks. Well, you weren't there to get that Starduster for 50 bucks. So that doesn't matter to you. Be happy with the fact that you made the decision to spend what you were comfortable spending. So that that's our little preamble for anybody that's joining us now. I just hit the button too early. We had a little premature, <laughs> a little premature broadcasting. Uh, going on a little bonus content that you'll be able to hear Friday and I totally not uh requested information but even with the Viper when you sent me the or sent us the notice that on Amazon it had dropped down to below 60 I clicked on it I looked at it and I still was just it's I don't know. I'm still on the fence about those designs. So I was like, let me think about it uh, and I'll come back. You can't think about it. And and you, you can't because I came You got to push the button and be ready to return it. I They were gone. And I was like, you know what? I'm not even upset that I missed out on it. There you go. So, so I feel like I'm good. I'm That's happy a- for everybody who got them, but also don't feel pressured to buy something just because because it's cheap right well and that was that's another good point is that blue ninja two-pack that i don't want got real cheap Mm -hmm. and i looked at it and i was like no it doesn't matter i don't want to pay ten dollars for this it just doesn't appeal to me so i'm i'm not getting it and i didn't get it which is a if you know me that's a pretty big accomplishment the viper three pack is viper three pack is probably my closest thing to any buyer's remorse i've had since classified because I was like, I don't know if it's worth 90 bucks, but it was the FOMO. It was like, so many yeah. of these things sell out 
especially at that time. Now I yes. think we're a little bit more comfortable buying things on Pulse or whatever and knowing that there's probably going to be more later on down the road or they're getting easier to find in stores in a lot of cases. We'll see how that continues to develop. But for that one, it was like, well, I want that Viper <laughs> officer. I want a couple more Vipers to have a full squad. So let me go ahead and bite the bullet on this one, even though it was a little bit more than I wanted to pay for it. So, yeah, I did feel a little like, ah, oh, I paid too much when you yeah. sent, that, sent that deal the other day. But I said, it's not the end of the world because I've had mine up on my shelf for, you know, a month and a half now. Yeah. And, you know, they're 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 cool. Um, They are a little different than the other Vipers. So when you finally get them in your hands, uh, I'll be looking forward to seeing your, I'm sure you'll do a video on it. Oh, of course. You know, I content, yeah. content, content uh, brings up another good point, though, is that, yeah, right now. Hasbro has upped the production on Joe's. They also massively upped the prices on Joe's, which I still think is kind of an early adopter tax that all of this stuff is intended to be marked down. But Hasbro knows there are going to be a lot of us who just pay those prices right up front before they drop down to 20 or less. But, but uh, you know, it's potential that potentially we're in kind of a cycle now where it's, it is plentiful, but because it's plentiful and because the prices were so high, then maybe they don't move all the stock. So next round or next year's releases, they drop production a little bit and then stuff gets a little hard to find again. And then they hear the fan. Oh no, we need more. We need more. Like, I think there might be kind of a cycle here of ups and downs of production numbers and prices that we're going to be seeing, which goes back to, if you see a price you're comfortable with, just buy it. And keep their receipt if you need to. Mm. All right. Well, there you go. There's our preamble is now our show amble. Uh, for anybody who missed it, welcome to Audible Interlude, a G.I. Joe podcast. I'm your host, Dave West, codename Phantom Troublemaker. And I'm your co-host, again, uh, Noel Wood, codename, codename Crapshoot. And I'm your Cobra intern that is still a stain on your life, <laughs> codename Legion Cub. All right, we got to run through these comments. We got we we are live, pals. Thank you, Craig. Um, all right, we got some good comments in here already. Uh, lead Golden Cub, welcome back. I got my Doctor Mindbender this week. He's even better in person. Watch out for losing those accessories. You're not kidding because just moving them from the workshop into here, like all these little tiny parts, especially these little nubs on the brain canister. I don't know what to call this. So many little tiny pieces, but I, I love it. We'll talk about Mindbender more in a minute. Uh, all right, Casey Wheeler, what's up? Podcast from the pit. Everybody check it out. Uh, sticky legs on their Mindbender. Sticky as in they don't want to. I don't think I've had any trouble with mine. No. Not Mindbender. Yeah. Mindbender we'll talk about Serpentor. Uh, the, but... only, the only joint issue on my Mindbender is that. Um, Whoa. Yeah, his the bottom he can earn fifty bucks real easy. <laughs> the bottom joint of his left elbow, it's not like crazy, like flop. Well, it is kind of flopping around loose, <laughs> but it it's looser than it should be. But that's the first classified figure I've seen. Yeah, with loose too. joints. Me too. Um, we'll talk about more about Mindbender in a bit, but yeah, no no sticky legs here. Uh, let's see. Uh, Black Friday, Cyber Monday killed my wallet. This month killed my wallet. Yeah, lots of wallet killing going on out there. When when that Hasbro Pulse 25% off went up, I I 
like half of Christmas was bought over the course <laughs> of two days. Cause I've got, I'm buying for my son as well. And not only did they have 25% off, but then they put up more stuff that, well, when that Viper three pack went up, that was with a whole second batch of stuff that had not been up previously. So I made like three big buys over the course of the weekend. It was, it was wild, but it was great. Cheap toys are the best. Uh, all right, let's see. Tara Ledford waiting on the Stinger. You'll be very happy once you get it, I think. I'm, I'd love that vehicle. Uh, let's see. Serpentor's box. Jedi Squatch the Wise. Serpentor's box staring at me, begging to be opened. Open it. That's what it's there for. And also, if you if you just need a peek, you can open it. Well, you have to cut through. Serpentor has the tabs holding that sleeve on. Mindbender didn't have that. Because Mindbender, I believe you could open him completely without cutting any tape. Yeah. Because yeah, you could get the front panels open. Yeah, I've still got mine, and it was pretty much just out of the box I could do this. Yeah, yeah. And and so now you, to get everything out, you have to cut the tape. But just to look at the figure, you can just open the panels. Uh, yep. Serpentor. But I also a... totally get you because that box for Serpentor oh, it's gorgeous. Is, is gorgeous. Yeah, yeah. It's, I, it's, a, it's the it's first a work of art. box I've had that I felt bad. As I was saying, I intentionally tore mine so I would not have to deal with the dilemma of whether or not I wanted to throw it away. (laughs) That's craziness. And I've got, I kept both of mine because the, I mean, the Serpentor and the Mindbender are a matching set. Like they, you put them next to each other and they're beautiful. And the problem is though, they're so thick. It's not like I can put them at the back of the shelf to be a backdrop. So as Noel, what you did was the right thing to do. (laughs) because <laughs> i don't need to keep these but i'm going to and now i have less space uh let's see what else we got uh serpentor will be opened up as soon as i clear some space there you go uh yeah he he's definitely on the air chariot i had to crouch him a little bit so he'll fit on the shelf because uh, uh his head was his head was bumping the shelf above it yeah i he mine he's i actually had to very carefully get him off of the top shelf but yeah he goes on he's on the top because it's the got the most space up there because i i love this is the pose for me with that yeah i have him i have him holding it out like this so it, it helps to keep him lower uh matthew comstock uh first figure you've seen with loose joints did you get any of the snake eyes movie figures good point i, don't I think only Noel got did. a kiko and my kiko she is tight the she only has one, done all her exercises. The only one I've got that's loose is Storm Shadow. His legs are loose, but they're not like it's the drop down joints that are loose. Everything else is fine. So once you get imposed, he holds his pose. It's not a problem, but it is. It, it, those are kind of floppy. I just but got I, the Scarlet and I haven't fine. opened her. Yeah. But yeah, every, everything else was fine. Uh, all right, let me scroll back up in the notes because Noel has got to kick us off with a little bit of show and tell. Yeah, so as I had mentioned um, on a previous episode a couple weeks back, I uh, went to uh, Retro Toy Con, which is in Greenville, South Carolina. It's a show that <clears throat> I've participated in with the finest uh, as far as like doing you know charity work there, but also I've been going and just uh just going to actually enjoy the show as well. Uh, it's one of my favorite shows because it's a it's a smaller show, but it's not tiny. I mean, you can you can spend a few hours in the dealer room. 
Uh, they got some really good guests this year. <clears throat> I'm not usually there for the get the guests, but they had all four of the original Ninja Turtle voices. They had a really cool meet and greet with them with uh, a pizza party. They were selling uh, empty pizza boxes for ten dollars a piece that were branded mm -hmm. with the show's logo, and you could buy one of those and go to the pizza party and get all of you know all oh, four of the original really turtles. That's cool. Yeah, to to sign it. So I mean, like, and Rob Rob Paulson's a big get. It's he's not just somebody that anybody can get. So getting somebody like him out there. They also had um, Arthur Burkhart was there, of course, the voice of Destro. Um, I'm mad at you for not interacting. And well, and, and I'll tell you, footage. I'll tell you more about that as well in, okay. in a minute because. I wasn't really at the show during any of the show's hours, um, officially. Uh, Ted DiBiase and Hacksaw Jim Duggan were there. A um, couple of other, you know, uh, the I uh, can't remember her name. The voice of Jim was there. So, oh, Samantha Newark. Yes, yeah, 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 she was there. So, I mean, a lot of lot of good celebrities. It was uh, if you if you're if you go for that sort of thing, which I mean, that's not my bag, but I got you know, hey, cool, I go meet your heroes if that's what you're into, and they 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 usually get some good guests there. Um, oh my gosh, real quick, Craig Dukas just named this segment, and I can't believe none of us hit on it. Joe and Tell. <laughs> Joe and Tell. Get <laughs> that man just right there in front of you. But uh, so we went up the night before because they did a preview night on Friday. Um, so from five till nine, the, the floor was open and uh, got in there. I took $200 cash out in the addition, in the addition to like the 60 I had on me. And I was like, this is all I'm spending. That's not the way it works. It never <laughs> <Yeah>. is. Especially <laughs> when you find the, the booths that have PayPal. Um, but uh, first night I found, I found some pretty cool stuff. Um, I got um, a, a few loose Joe figures. I'm troop building some vehicle drivers. I got some gyro vipers, some motor vipers, you know, like 10 bucks a piece. They don't come with any accessories. They're good to have, except for the helmet on the gyro viper. Got a couple of good televipers, complete. Great prices on those. You can usually find good Joe stuff less than you're going to find it at like a Joe specific. Um, so like less than you find it at, at Joe Fest or something like that, because it's not a specific Joe show, but there's a lot of Joe fans there. Um, I also found some other cool things. Oh, did I not bring them over here? I didn't bring my Shack Wave. I got a Shack Wave, which is the Galactic Man um from radio shack which was the yes! same mold oh, as shockwave the gray version yeah, yeah. Right? gray version uh, now finding those online uh, uh, did i leave them over there i sure did i might have to go grab them uh finding them online in great condition you're going to spend a lot of money this one his arm's broken okay but his arm's still there his his cord is a little messed well, up get, but... I'll, while you're getting him i'll mention that you can go right now to Audible Interlude Podcast on Instagram. Uh, go to the stories. We've got two different styles of Audible Interlude t-shirts. And the Cyber Week Tee Public sale is still going on. So I think it's 13 bucks plus shipping uh, for a shirt. We've got the AI Pod shirt, and then we've got the Audible Interlude Podcast logo shirt. Uh, go to our stories, Audible Interlude Podcast on Instagram, and the links are right there. Uh, get yourselves a couple of shirts or or get your family. Wouldn't your family love to receive G.I. Joe podcast shirts for Christmas? Who who wouldn't love that? Give these out as gifts to all of your friends. All right. So this is this is Shockwave, but with Shaquille O'Neal's head. Is that right? <laughs> oh my. <laughs> so the only difference mold-wise between this and Transformer Shockwave is that the the trigger is a little bit more like a trigger. But yeah, the best thing right. is he still works. 
if you can hear that. Do it again. Is that not coming through? No. No. Oh, wow. Yeah, he's making sounds. They're okay. very loud. Um, anyway, so five bucks. His his arm's broken. Five to, bucks? Yeah, oh, my god! I'm going to try to glue it back together. But I said, sure. you, one of these in complete conditions going to cost you 100 bucks on eBay. That's great. So, few other like random toys a couple little transformers and things like that i did find a very cool bit of artwork here uh these are and i have his information down here i, I threw all this in a pile oh no do i not have it it's on the thing uh this is uh photography by retro toy quest but he does compilations of you can see that this is uh, the 82 G.I. Joe lineup. This is all photography that he did himself. Awesome. And this is 83. Uh, he's also got a Tiger Force one, which I did not pick up, but these were these were definitely must-haves. I had to get those. Those are um, great. What was the did you say the handle, the guy's name? Uh, it's uh photography by Retro Toy Quest. It's retrotoyquest.com. Okay. So uh check him out. He does some really really cool photography he sells prints and it's not just gi joe stuff he does a lot of other toy lines as well um in so humanoids i did not see in humanoids but you know what i'll have to check it out maybe if he has some in his collection he'd be happy to do that but then of course gi joe <clears throat> stuff i had to pick up some gi joe stuff right we're on well, a gi yeah. joe podcast it's, so, it's joe and tell thank you craig as we're going through on preview night i'm there with my friend brian Oh and, my uh, gosh. Wait, I'm sorry. Christian, uh, are, can you go to retrotoyquest.com? One of the central images I'm looking at right now is the Dungeons and Dragons line with the Fortress of Fangs right in the middle. Yes. <gasps> wow. Let me let just let me try to uh let's show the people. Let's see. All right, can you guys see that? Yes. Is yes. A, okay. Look at this. Holy cow. I know this is a G.I. Joe podcast, but that is awesome. Wow. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. So definitely some cool stuff. If you uh if you want to take a look at some of his uh his photos out there and um, those are 11 by 14s. I will admit I had to trim them slightly to fit them into these cheap Walmart frames. But if you get like a bigger frame, you, you should be fine. Um, and he sells them in larger sizes as well. And they're, and they're very affordable. But anyway, so Joe stuff, um, as I mentioned, I went there the night before, uh, my friend Brian was there with me. There's a booth and this is a guy that we bought some stuff from last year. I got, uh, like a, um, couple of vehicles and he, and he's very reasonable on prices, but he had had a display set up and he had a tactical battle platform. Um, I'm trying to remember what all he had. He had, actually I'll pull up because I put notes on it. Uh, he had two devil fish, a night landing, Cobra night landing. Oh man, I need that. Three mantas, a swamp masher. That's 16 or so loose figures, some odds and ends and a nearly complete tactical battle platform. And these vehicles weren't necessarily complete, but they were in good shape. Yeah. So Brian asked how much he wanted for it. He said, 125 and i was like if you don't buy that i am buying it for right everything now. for everything whoa so 
so he got that that was pretty much the end of our night and we went back to the room he's he's laying out all these figures i am like just fomo i'm just i'm so <laughs> jealous that he just so they had a preview morning the next day at 9 a.m before the official show opened at 10 so that's the first place i went as soon as that door opened at 9 a.m he had a gi joe hq laid out with that he had a hiss tank a watchtower an apc apc has the steering wheel did not have the seat belts but still pretty good find the uh cannon was in complete condition wasn't didn't have any broken tabs and again about 16 or so loose figures and i said how much you want for it he said 175 i was like shut up and take my money how many headquarters <laughs> do you need well that's the thing is i've got <laughs> the parts that i'm missing or have broken i will uh... complete here and then i'll probably either flip this or just hold it back for you know in case i have breakage so right it's not right. as in good condition as the one that i have but i was like all right that's fine. I got something pretty cool. We'll wander around for a minute. Around 10 o'clock, I go back. Now he's got a mobile command center set up. Oh, man. And I like how this guy is just spacing stuff out instead of just putting it all out there at once. He's like, I am really Nolan. I'm <laughs> right, because well, if, if you had showed up on night one and he'd been like, I want $600 for all this, you'd have been like, eh, but a little bit at a time. Yeah. So anyway, um, he's got the mobile command center out. A few other, again, he's got some other assorted vehicles. He's got little things like, you know, you know, the jetpack. Jet I think, I think this, yeah, this, uh, this Ram was here. The jetpack was here. There's an MMS. I got a, uh, the uh, explosives. Uh, you're moving too fast. You gotta, uh, you gotta give us a moment with yeah. it. Let us Ooh. spend, spend some time with it. Yeah. This Where, is uh, that the bomb disposal. The bomb disposal. Yeah. Okay. Um, you know, we threw in one of these for good measure. Nice. Yeah, yeah. You never have enough of those. Yeah. Um, this little, uh, oh yes, this Cobra Dictator does not have Overlord. It's still in the bag, but uh, what is what is that? Cobra Dictator. This was a the leader. armored motorcycle looking thing, but not really a motorcycle. Yeah. Was that like post eighty eight? Um. Yeah, I think so. Okay. Um. And then, uh, but yeah, it was definitely post eighty eight. Um, I mentioned, I think I mentioned the watchtower. This is all oh, but I, that's oh. that is high on my list. Yeah, all but the door here. This was included in in this lot. Okay, um, but yeah, I mean the mobile command center is something I've been piecing together for about a year. I picked up one that was missing the cab, and I got it for really cheap at a show, and been picking up pieces. But I'm like, this is starting to get expensive, and it's a lot of work, and it's it's yeah, it's a pretty intensive project, and with the price that he threw everything in i was like okay i'm picking this up too and i'll part out my other one or sell it off in its shape because it's about 90 percent complete and this one was 100 so walked out of there spending a little bit more than i wanted to but and i'm not and, and i'm not going to show the mobile command center because it's not despite its name it's not a very mobile toy no it's not <laughs> the sort of like hey check this out no 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 so that was that was pretty my 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 big coup de gras at the end was picking all this stuff up. But have you ever gone to a show and you're going in at like general admission hours if the show opens at 10 
and you just you're already seeing people walk out of there with like boxes and boxes of good stuff and you're just so jealous yeah yeah well it's good to be on the other side of that <laughs> scenario sometimes because <laughs> as i'm walking out with all these joe toys sticking out of my box like baguettes in a movie <laughs> from a grocery bag i just got so many looks and i'm like yep yep you're not gonna get a good deal as i am <laughs> Picked up a few of these. Of course, hey, get, there's uh, that shipwreck. Yeah, I got that shipwreck. Oh, awesome. Yeah, so, um, yeah, and a couple other things. You know, this is, my, this is my show and tell segment, so I had to get a few things available for uh, immediate uh, visual response. But, yeah, I mean, it was, a, it, was a, it was a great show. I always look forward to that show every year. If you live anywhere near Greenville, uh, it usually happens right around Thanksgiving every year. Um and uh, hoping that uh, we can get uh, our garrison to do some more stuff. It's it's technically in the Carolinas garrison, so um, our Georgia garrison doesn't cover it for doing finest events, but we've participated there because we're close to the, the Carolina garrison, so we've kind of co-run the show with them a few times. Well, that's awesome. I, I'm very jealous you got to go. that So far, at Retro Toy Con, every year that it's happened, I've been working that weekend, so I haven't been up to one yet. Uh, but I did find out it is confirmed I am off for Joe Fest next year. Yeah. So uh everybody start paying attention to Joe Fest uh for a little audible interlude presence there once again. Uh all right. So I gotta clear something up. I went a little nuts on uh the last live stream. I went off a little bit about Hasbro not following Mattel's incredible example uh, with the Masters of the Universe Origins line. And I said something that I didn't totally mean or I did mean, but but I need to explain a little bit. I said, I don't even like Mattel. Mattel annoys me. <laughs> I say that as somebody who has been handing Mattel money hand over fist for over 20 years now, from WWE to DC Universe to Masters of the Universe, uh, the people, the individuals at Mattel that run the lines that work on the products, I love those people. They're geniuses. Uh, they bring us incredible things like the Origins line or like the innovations that are happening in the WWE line right now. Uh, the Ultimates, this crazy knoll I showed you just the other night, that Coliseum collection, Hulk Hogan and Terry Funk two-pack. Yes. That Coliseum collection if if you haven't been paying attention to wrestling toys lately, check those out because those I think are going to change the game and get a lot of people back into collecting wrestling figures. Uh, so anyway, I love the people that work for Mattel, but I feel like everything that I see is them constantly having to fight the decision makers at Mattel to make their visions come true. And that goes back to the Masters of the Universe 2002 line. That goes back to Scott Knightlick's time uh, on Masters in DC. Like, that's the impression that I've gotten over the years is that Mattel, it's a miracle we get cool products out of that place. Uh, but we do. So to everybody that works there, your superheroes, to the company itself, loosen up a little bit. But thank you for Origins because it is one of the greatest toy lines of all time. And I wish Hasbro would follow suit. Uh, all right. So I just wanted to clear that up because I felt like I came off. I, I meant every word of what I said about Hasbro, what are you doing? 
but I, I came off a little harsh about Mattel. Uh, all right. So we already talked a little bit about Black Friday and Cyber Monday. Lots of great deals. 25% off of tons and tons of stuff on Pulse, Tomac, Samot, Stalker, the Viper 3-pack. Um, tons of Marvel Legends, tons of Star Wars. And then, you know, Amazon matching and undercutting prices on a lot of things. Uh, did you guys go insane in any way or did you were you able to kind of or was it all stuff that you already had and you were like eh this does me no good well i didn't go insane but i will say uh, so i've been on this little adventure with big bad because as i mentioned before on the podcast i got my tomax right but i've my zaymont has never showed up in my pile of loot <laughs> even though he's available on the site he's available everywhere else he has just, my pile of loot is still sitting there with a, a zero on him. And I've I've been too lazy, honestly, to pull the trigger to get him anywhere else. Um, so Amazon ended up having him for $16. So I went in, my pile of loot still <laughs> said zero on Zaymon. So I canceled him and bought him off of Amazon. And I that's the... Um, Joe wise, I think that's the only thing I got. Well, I what's was... funny that I noticed is I don't remember which twin it was, but there were a couple of places that had just one of the twins on sale. Amazon was that way because okay. I had and but they had the photos. Uh, actually, you know what? I should knock on wood. The right one shows up because they had oh, the photos no. reversed. And I was like, wait a minute. Zaymot's <laughs> the one with the scar that says Zaymot. So I'm still just baffled at how that it, it, who decided in the marketing that that was a good idea to release them separately because <laughs> who's so buying weird, one? Right? Yeah, and and you could make a little because that's one that if they had a couple of extra accessories with them, I might pay a premium to get the two pack. Oh, sure, with some nice packaging. Yeah, if they had come with like a laptop and a, a an a zip line, and zip, and a zip line, line yeah. and uh, yeah, well, and and for that blue ninja set to be that was the first two pack right yeah mm -hmm. why not kick off with the twins and by twins i mean xandar and zarana obviously <laughs> twins. they are twins There's i was i was fact. fairly conservative as i mentioned um well we we were talking earlier and uh, i you you sent me the entertainment earth sale and uh oh dude that one too although i didn't get any joe from that but whoo super seven ultimates baby they're all yeah, the way the super, super seven Ult and i had picked up um i'd picked up the optimus prime from the ultimates line a few weeks back and i got a really good price on them on ebay because and you had sent that you had sent a link actually while i was at um at retro toy con for I can't remember who you who you sent it was selling it for like thirty five dollars. It was a lot cheaper than. I mean, these are fifty five dollars initially. Plus, you're paying shipping from Super Seven. You're right. going to pay like eighty bucks for one of these toys. So, I was like, oh yeah, I'll pick it up for thirty five. And it was and it was on eBay, and I got free shipping, and yeah, so not a big deal at all. But then they had them for twenty one ninety five, and if you spent thirty nine dollars, you got free shipping. <laughs> so I picked up. I just got a couple of the, the star Wars geeky tiki mugs that were also like super, oh, yeah, they were like yeah. normally 35 and they were like 13 bucks. So I got yeah. a couple of those and it was enough to get free shipping and boom. So that's, that'll be arriving in the next few days. Yeah. I got much all of my cyber Monday spending. Um, I got leatherhead 
uh, because if, if you do regularly watch the Needless Things YouTube channel, you know that Super 7 sent me Krang instead of Leatherhead. Uh, and I just kept the Krang because I realized like, oh, I do want a Krang because I hadn't, I didn't order it because I was like, this is one of the weaker offerings. But one, now that I've got it, I'm glad I've got it. But I didn't have a Leatherhead. So I got that from Entertainment Earth. I got the Sorcerer Mickey because he was 20 bucks. Oh, such a great figure. Great, um, great figure, and that I, price. I wish Prince John had been part of that. I would have gotten him yeah. too. Uh, then I got the Samurai Leo, which I wasn't going to get, but for thirty-five percent off or whatever it was, sure. I, I got several Super Seven Ultimates, a couple other things like Entertainment Earth had, and I think they're having a Cyber Week. So if you go to Entertainment Earth now, I think they still have a ton of deals up, uh, and some of them are pretty crazy. I actually missed a couple of things too. Uh, so yeah, big bad entertainment earth, uh, all, all the spots keep, keep an eye on them all week long. Well, honestly now through Christmas, yeah, cause you know, they're going to keep popping sales back up. So a good question from Matthew Comstock. Where are all the wave one GI Joe ultimates? Yeah. We don't know. March. Although, uh, is that uh, what they're saying now? What, well, what Brian Flynn said is that they weren't happy with the construction on a number of them and super seven will sit on something until they are happy with it now the san diego Comic-Con bat is sure easily to find easy to find yeah and, and, and you can find figure. it without a, without a big markup pretty much any convention you go to um but yeah the the joe ultimates uh they they are still working on them i would not expect them before late february early march from what i understand uh and super seven they they will keep they won't push things out. They'll wait until they're satisfied now because they're satisfied does not always mean the product is satisfying because I have a number of, I love super seven. They're my favorite toy company period, but they, there's some blunders. Uh, and if you go and watch every single super seven ultimate review, uh, on the needless things, YouTube channel, you will see me point them out. Uh, what you're not a shill boy all the time? Well, I'm 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 the Hasbro shill boy. Oh, okay. Nobody has yet said Super Seven shill boy, which is actually kind of surprising to me because if if you're looking objectively at Super Sevens figures versus Hasbro's figures, Super Sevens are inherently have more issues but I'm generally pretty positive about their stuff. I mean, I point out what's wrong, but I, I stay positive. But for some reason, nobody's ever come at me uh, the way that the people who have a problem with Hasbro seem to enjoy doing. I don't think that people have that guttural a hatred of Super, Super 7. 7. Oh, they oh, do. Yes, they, oh, oh, yes, they, they do. do. Oh. There, oh, are, yeah. there are people who are in Super 7 discussion forums who are only there to poo on Brian Flynn and Super 7. Yeah. Like, they have nothing to offer about the product whatsoever. They're literally just there to, to like, well, nine years ago when they started doing this, these figures were terrible. So everything they've ever done is terrible. Well, wait, look, do you have any of the new ones? Look at some of the reviews for the Disney Ultimates Wave 2, and it is it is literally... People, I think they're hate watching or hate buying. Like it's, it's they are looking <laughs> for yeah. something on the figure. The dumbest thing that nobody they painted this brown when it should it be should have been a mer. Right, ah, right. Yeah. Super Seven sucks, and you're yeah. like, 
okay. It's it's pretty Let's crazy. Switch but there, to decaf. There, there are hate cults out there against everything, and I can't wait until we get our own hate cult, which is <laughs> bound to happen because we, we make mistakes all the time. We're generally a little too nice. So uh, there are people out there just waiting to start. Oh, the, no. We're the, Share our videos and our and our yeah. Share podcasts, with the world, spread the word. Terrible we are, so we can get the you know, so the people can <laughs> band together in their hatred of Audible Interlude. Uh, all right. Uh, where are we, Serpentor? <laughs> let's fellas, let's talk about Serpentor. This first of all, I did not realize how gigantic this air chariot right? was. Right, and well, I didn't realize how gigantic Serpentor was going to be. Um, just fantastic, yeah, unbelievable. Open, it is, it's it go ahead. was worth, I mean, it's worth every penny. Uh, normally, when I spend that much money on a toy, I'm probably going to be like, Yeah, this is probably more than I really should have paid for it, but it's cool. This one was like, Oh no, this one was worth every penny. Um, just the whole experience of, of unpacking it and assembling the vehicle and just how great the figure looks, how great the vehicle looks together. And it's such a great faithful update. I mean, so there's a couple of issues. Um, I still haven't decided which cow I like better. And that's, and that's a very like small complaint is that there's two, I have two options and I'm not crazy about either one of them. Well, okay. So I prefer the look of the fixed cow. Mm Mm-hmm. For playability, obviously the other one is better, but for looks wise, I like the one that it's attached. And I will say this, because you guys remember I was complaining about the fangs. I thought it was really dumb that the fangs were like right here, but looking at it in person, it just doesn't seem as bad as I thought it was going to be. And, and if this head, if the snake head here were broad enough for the fangs to be on the sides like they were on the original figure, it would, I don't think it would look good on this one. I think it would look goofy. So I think they did make the right call on that. Yeah. I, I love, love that uh, cape too. Mm -hmm. Oh, it's, it's beautiful. It's so perfect. And And apparently people people are out there. People who have put wire around theirs to be yep. able to pose it, and I'm actually like, oh, I don't want to do that to my one, but I'd like to get a second one just so I can put wire in the cape. I would be very interested, and and it wouldn't surprise me a bit if we see this on like Etsy or or wherever. That's what um, I'm waiting for. I want somebody to recreate this fabric, but in an actual cape. As opposed to this, which I like the vest thing they've done here. It's like the original figure, but I think it looks cool also. But I would like to have a cape cape just to see what it would look like. Yeah. But I think it looks great like this too. I'm 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 good with it. I just get his sword stuck there because I didn't know what to do with it. Uh honestly, my only real nitpick and it's absolutely stupid and i don't truly care is that the rotor the the fan or whatever in the back is kind of difficult to turn <laughs> which That's, who cares it doesn't yeah. matter <laughs> but but it is like the knob they could have put some some <clears throat> gro- some grooves on the knob there to make it a little easier to turn if they were going to make it turn 
but it's whatever. I don't, I don't care. Yeah, not not a big deal. No. Mm-mm. A flight stand would have been nice, but there's so much here already. I can't complain. And if I were going to have it in flight, I would hang it from the ceiling. I don't know if you guys can really tell. My light is really blowing it out up there, but I've got a bunch of starships and stuff hanging from the ceiling down here. I would hang him from the ceiling. So whatever. Yeah, I'd be afraid just because he he doesn't peg on that well to the chariot. Oh, like see, mine does. Oh, mine does. Yeah. Uh, mine's fallen over a couple times. Really? When I moved him oh, around. Wow. So, yeah. Dude. Maybe I need to just get him in a better pose. Or or just push him down a little further. I mean, he's yeah. not going anywhere. That's all his feet hanging on. Because I, I did have to, well, as, as a tip, and I mentioned this in the review, you're going to want to put the landing gear up because that is very, very delicate, thin plastic. But put the landing gear up and just get a good grip on it and just push those heels down really hard. And they they will seat in there. And if they don't go all the way, you can also apply a little bit of heat mm-hmm. and then push them down. And then they'll close up around those pegs. And that should take care of it. Oh, my gosh. This thing is incredible. Uh, so. Sir but now, so for the person that mentioned earlier about. <clears throat> excuse me um his mind bender having sticky legs so my serpentor all oh, frozen, yeah. all frozen joints um, all of them all of them mine like, was just the it's funny what is it about that left elbow because the left elbow on my serpentor i had to heat up for about a minute yeah so even even with the heating up his left arm still cannot bend at either of the elbow joints and his really? right arm can only do the lower elbow. So I ordered some shock oil off of Amazon. That stuff, that stuff scares me. I'm afraid of but what it's going to do to the plastic so over many, time. So many of my toy collector friends use it. So yeah. I'm gonna I'm gonna give it a shot to see. Um, it it well, the fact boiled? that I can't bend his arms though hasn't taken away from my enjoyment right. of just how great this figure. Well, because you know is. you're. You know that's a fixable problem, right? And I honestly just assumed it's a gold plastic thing. Have you have you put them in not like boiling water, but have you put them in super hot water yet? Because usually, yeah. if you soak these in, I haven't. I haven't done that. Method. I would do that yeah. before trying any kind of oil or anything. Okay. Um, because that that sometimes will loosen them up to the point where like the leg will pop right off. Right. Like while just while it's soaking. Right, which is I why I usually don't do that one. Well, yeah, but... you can put it right back on though. It's it's not a big True. deal. I, I use I use a hair dryer. <clears throat> that's my typical that's method. my go-to, but sometimes that doesn't get well, I haven't had a problem with classified, but with some other lines, excuse me. Sometimes the hair dryer doesn't get the job done and you've just got to basically boil them, but not actually boiling, but super, super hot water. Uh all right, let's see. So now we gotta talk about Dr. Stainbender. <laughs> so you can see maybe, yeah, you can definitely see oh, yeah. both shoulders, black stains. Um, Not I acceptable. Come, and as, as I said a couple of weeks, I think I said it on the live stream last time, always complain. I got on Hasbro Pulse. I went to the little 
chat bubble and I told them what the problem was. I sent <clears> pictures <throat> of the stains and they're sending me another mind bender, which granted will also have shoulder stains, but I mean, it's, you know, uh, now I've got one to experiment with and figure out if I can get those stains off because I'm not, I've used magic erasers on figures in the past and they have removed the gloss finish that's on the plastic. It does not look good. Uh, I've that's never why used I didn't. And I, I don't I, want to. I didn't scrub hard with the magic eraser. So I tried the magic eraser. I tried rubbing alcohol and I tried acetone. Um, none oh, of those. So you did try acetone. I did. Oh, wow. I, I finally broke down and was like, let me just give it a shot. Um, it is down inside yeah. the plastic. So the only, I don't know, unless you're willing to like, you trust yourself to sand, you're, it's not coming off. And I just, you should not have to do that for a $40 no. action no, figure. No, no, no. You shouldn't have to do it for a $20 action figure. No, I mean, you shouldn't have to do it for any kind of purchase like this right. at all. And, and just, because I've been holding this in ever since I got mine. Hasbro should know better. Yes. Hasbro has used this fabric. What are we looking at on yours, Noel? I couldn't quite tell. Mine is very minor on this shoulder. You probably won't be able to pick it up with a camera. Yeah, I, I see it right on the ridge of that muscle. This shoulder, pretty much nothing. So what so, you need to wow. do, get, get that cape off mm -hmm. and soak it in well wash it with dawn and warm water and then soak it in warm water and then soak it in cold water and that any dye that might be in that cape that that should eliminate any residual dye and you should i'm so nervous about that though because here's here's my problem specifically with that type of fabric that they use i have had expensive one six scale figures that use that same type of like vinyl-y fabric on top of fabric. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And even in the best like weather controlled, no humidity rooms, that fabric will sometimes it'll just peel. It right. likes to come apart. So I, I just really don't know why they used it. Um, but yeah, the whole reason why it's staining is because they did not wash the fabric beforehand to get any dyes out. So the only way to ensure it's not going to stain your figure is to somehow or other wash that cape. But God, buyer well, beware, because I'm very nervous that if people start washing it, it could come apart well i mean hand i'm talking yeah no no no, hand no wash. even don't, hand wash don't yeah. put it in the washing machine or no anything. no no. i'm talking about just getting it no i, I think it'll wet. stand up to that but but even if it doesn't this is where i was going is i don't know that i love this cape anyway i would like to see again like i was talking about with serpentor i would like to see an actual cape cape well, and that's what and, we talked about when they first announced this, how we would we would have preferred a regular cape. And I want that silver Cobra logo on the back. Mm -hmm. 
I just want like the velour. Like I love that velour yeah. texture on the right. one. Yeah. Right. They and they went to the trouble to sew the the lip part onto the cape, but they didn't go to the trouble to like flip the fabric. Oh, I don't know. It yeah, just I to can't me quite figure it, like Serpentor's doesn't look unfinished. And my my vendor cape looks cut odd. Yeah, the where the, they sewed the hems and it looks unfinished. Well, it and, looks yeah. it looks almost like um so that's what I can't is this supposed to be up? See, mine it's down. I, and see, with it being down, it's weird because then you have this texture. Correct. I, well, this looks like, and it shouldn't because of what we paid for this figure. This looks like some of the stuff, some of the soft goods that Mattel has done on their wrestling figures lately. Mm. Uh, they did a robe on a Triple H that has some really ugly seams like this. Um, I, I don't know. This, everything else about Mindbender, I love, except I wish his boots looked a little more like the originals boots that had yes. the silver like spur type deals mm -hmm. and then the silver tops. Like, I wish his boots looked a little fancier, but everything else about him is great. The cape is the source of all of the problems with this figure to me. Yeah, yeah, the cape is yeah. definitely the most disappointing part of this. I also, uh, I don't like to, to be overly negative. Um, I also don't like the canister. It, But it also ties into the cape. The canister... To plug the hose in right. for his gun, being on his hip like that, the cape the... doesn't sit right. Yeah, you you put the hole in his back. I'm obviously shared body part, but it's there. Just just put a hole in the cape to have that big generator thing. Yeah, when you've got it plugged into his his belt like it's supposed to go, it it bulks the cape out and it looks odd. Yeah, it's yeah. Uh, which which that's because it's it's a shoulder cape and not a cape cape. If it was up on if it was sitting up here and draping, right, this wouldn't matter. But because yeah. it's snug to his body here, it it doesn't really work. So yeah, I'm I want a cape for this guy, and I'm gonna I'm gonna find one that's gonna work. Uh, and as much as I'm not a fan of fix ups, in this instance, I, I think it's it's called for. Uh, all right, we're going to move on because we're running out of time, guys. Uh, Python Patrol. We've already talked enough about Python Patrol. Uh, we're going to save our windowless packaging update for next episode. We didn't talk about Slaughter, which also arrived in the wave with these guys. Did we talk about... We talked we about talked him last about time, though. Your, yeah, your Slaughter. Mine is oh. still sitting in FedEx limbo oh, with no. my Stalker. Yeah, it was supposed to be here, and then I got, um, when you look at the tracking, it's, like, sitting in North Carolina. Well, so, as I mentioned with my slaughter, I think it's a, I think it's a good figure. Um, I don't know if it's deluxe enough to have merited eight bucks more than a regular release or ten bucks more if you're going by the uh, earlier prices. Um, those, those glasses already, like, put 
fear into me because I just have a feeling that, that it's going to get bumped and those are going to fall down and I'm never going to see them again because they're so thin and tiny. But they look so good and they stay on well. I did. I do. gave him. I gave him the shake test and they didn't go anywhere. They do. They do. But to to me, honestly, I don't need a Sergeant Slaughter. I don't need to see Sergeant Slaughter's eyes. We never saw it ever in the in the world of GI Joe. So just have them permanently molded on. It's like the Baroness doesn't need to have glasses that remove. It's it's not as bad as when they did those Indiana Jones figures 15 years ago and Dr. Jones Sr. three and oh, three yeah, quarter inch figure tiny. had the glasses that got lost immediately. I've um, still got mine. <laughs> I I don't have a problem with the removable glasses. Uh but I see I do I do want Slaughter without the glasses because he didn't and I know this isn't wrestling Sergeant Slaughter but he didn't wrestle with the glasses on so which is I, too bad he really want, should have <laughs> I want that portrait so really maybe the best answer would have been two heads one head without the hat and the glasses and one head with the hat and the glasses molded on yeah absolutely maybe that would have been but but it, the way it is doesn't bother me at all. But maybe that would have been the more practical way to go with it. Yeah, and I don't mind the hat being removable because the hat it's a it, it's a bigger piece. It's not going to be as easy to lose, and it sits on his head really well. It does everything about him. It's incredible. And again, going back to as somebody who collects wrestling figures, um, no sunglasses, no glasses fit right. It's it is an incredible. Sergeant Slaughter's sunglasses are as much of an accomplishment as Timber in the toy world. The fact that they are proportionally correct and that they go on and stay on is unbelievable. Uh, JJ, JJ Holderschelt, I just got my Slaughter, maybe my favorite figure of the year. Toy wow. Reclaimer, message retracted. Toy Reclaimer, what was your message? Don't retract it. We want to hear from you. <laughs> uh, especially uh, since you have helped us up uh, out, which we'll get into in the next episode. Uh, all right. Scrolling back down. My gosh, uh, we've got just a little bit of time left. And guys, I really want to talk about real quick, the his tactician in my personal opinion. And I, I want to hear from you guys in the comments. Okay. My personal opinion the absolute worst option one. My least favorite out of all of them one. Wow. And I'm sure once I get it in hand, I'll be fine with it. But just looking at the different ones, I realized like that's the one I liked the least because I did not like the red detailing on his shoulders and on his shin guards. I don't like the way that that looks. It's just the most boring option. Well, I don't know. The all black one is probably the most boring option. Oh, good point. But good at point. least yeah. it I just still feel like looks it's an good. inverse an inverse of the regular hiss driver's colors. I don't know. I was just like, meh. Joe fandom, you let me down. Yeah, I'm I am not in this this is oof. Any of the other ones I would have been happier with. Even the purple one. As much as I love purple, I didn't want this guy in purple, but it would be better than this weird black with red random parts. Thing. I still don't know why they didn't just do one that was basically just a rip it figure. Because they'll do a rip it figure later. 
Like they'll just they'll probably do rip it as just a single carded figure. Oh, thank you, Matthew. Matthew voted for Echo, and I don't even remember which one Echo is. Echo's the the gray one uh, with the silver boots. Oh, that's the one I voted for. Yeah. Echo, Echo. Look, I'm not going to try and claim that Echo is the best one, but in my opinion, the silver logo, the big silver kiss boots, that's the one I wanted to see as a figure for sure. I don't, honestly, I don't know that it was the best option. Well, here's, we talked about this. I don't think any of these are honestly all that spectacular. No, I'm trying to remember because I know I voted for multiple ones. Yeah, you did two different ones, but I don't remember which ones you said. I, I, I'm pretty sure Alpha was one of them because I think that's probably my favorite of the six. Because I like, I still like having the red cobra signal, uh, sigil on the chest. It it kind of pops. See, I want the silver because I want it to complement the driver. Yeah. But anyway, uh, all right. So we got one more thing we got to talk about. Yeah, gotta complain about off. the free figure you're getting. Okay. <laughs> right, free, right, exactly. It's it's one that you didn't necessarily have to get because you knew you were getting the hiss before they even right. If you got to the skull, if if you don't like it, just throw it in the trash. Or, We're Americans. It is our God-given right to complain. That's true. That's true. It it's what it's the one thing we're good at. <laughs> All right. So what I I really want to talk about before we go, uh, we do talk about things here that are GI Joe adjacent, and I am very excited about Operation Monster Force from Fresh Monkey Fiction. This is a it's this weird thing where it's sort of crowdfunded, but it's really more crowd voted because if they get enough pre-orders on bigbadtoystore.com, then these go into production and we get these unbelievable figures. When I sent you guys this link and you took a look at them, what were your thoughts? I, I really liked the concept. Um, do I do I like all the figures? No, uh, but again, I I want some folks for my Joes to battle against that aren't necessarily just Cobra soldiers, and this line I feel like will fit in perfectly for that. Yeah, I I mean this is right up my alley. Horror monster stuff is. You know, I love it, and I see shades of what could have been with a universal sort of shared monster verse, if you will. Uh, and they just look great. I, there are yeah, a couple of like sleepwalker. Very, well, there are a couple elders of, are just like every single one of them is a good choice. Very yeah, they, and there's shadows. a lot of there's a lot of like action. Yeah, there's red shadows and a lot of third reich imagery in there as well which i'm sure is what they were going for but it's a very sharp looking costume well and it's it's a sci-fi steampunky third like it's a yeah. fantastical third reich not a like nazis are pretty cool third right, reich. right. like it's, <laughs> no, we we all know that they they had great uniforms i mean right. that was it's, part of the part of the appeal to, to well, people and and very uh my gosh does dracula look like drew mcintyre <laughs> holy cow i haven't i haven't looked at this on a full-size computer screen yet every time i've looked at these it, it's oh, been on does. my phone mm. he does and he's even got the the claymore sword with him he's got angela. angela angela right yeah <laughs> um 
I, these just look awesome. And I, I haven't pre-ordered them yet. Cause I'm just like, man, I, I can only do so much, but I really want these to succeed. And I really, uh, I just dig them. So for the watchers and the listeners, uh, if you go to bigbadtoystore.com, which is my personal favorite online toy retailer, uh, they are working with Fresh Monkey Fiction to make these. Uh, you go and you pre-order them, and let's see. Estimated arrival fourth quarter 2023, and you can get all the details. They've got the Forgotten King, which is the main bad guy and is uh, kind of a Moon Knighty, Imhotepi, mummy type of wizard thing going on. Although, although his head does remind me a little bit of uh, of um, Star Wars. Uh, what's her name? Ahsoka. Oh, Ahsoka. Ahsoka. But uh, <laughs> yeah. Okay, I see it. Um, and then Count Dracula is actually a hero in this. He's one of the protagonists. Uh, who looks very Drew McIntyre, great looking Dracula. Um, and then Declan or Declan. I don't know if it, I never know if it's Declan, Declan, Declan. I thought it was Declan. I, I go with Declan because that's Elvis Costello's name. Okay, well there you go. Uh, Van Helsing, and then all of the support troop builders, which yeah, the heavy weapons troop builder. I was fully expecting like a bigger price tag on this guy. Same price as the other ones. And the, the price on these is $36.99, which seems a little, well, may seem high, but it's not. It's not good. when you look at everything they come with. Yes, they come with a ton yeah. of accessories. And if you consider that Kamakura was, what, $32.99? Mm-hmm. These are a bargain compared to that, like, not really double dip, but one and a half dip. Mm-hmm. I love the um, the Crimson Moon Division Sleepwalker figure because it looks like uh, it's got the mask is kind of like Scar from uh, GI Joe Extreme, mm-hmm. um, but he looks like he would fit in as like a heavy for like a like a shock troop with your Crimson Guards, and that's probably like if I were to get any of them, it would be maybe a couple of those and put them in and pose them with my uh, Tomax and Zamot and my CG figures. And these are designed to troop build because if you go in and look at them, like the the Delta Red Urban op, Ops Trooper comes with three heads, one with a mask, one unmasked, and then one with like an open face shield. Uh, so right there, in theory, if you had an unlimited budget and were like the biggest fan of these ever, you could have three of these and they would look completely different. They've got gear loadouts that put, quite frankly, put Thaliver stuff to shame. Mm-hmm. Um, I, these are these are fantastic, and if if we keep talking about them, I'm going to sit here and just pre-order them all, <laughs> which I'm going to end up doing anyway. I know myself very well, uh. But anyway, I just wanted to talk about that line. So if you're listening, go check out uh, it's Operation Monster Force from Fresh Monkey Fiction, uh, and they're available to pre-order from Big Bad Toy Store, and you can see just all of the crazy design and detail. Oh, and the, these are one twelfth scale. We totally left that out. These are one twelfth scale figures, which is a new thing for fresh monkey fiction. Well, it's not new. It's new for their like military type stuff. Uh, I think they've done other one twelfth figures, although I could be wrong about that. Well, and the question is too, how will they scale with these guys? Because these aren't exactly one right. scale. And that's, 
I would imagine they probably designed these to stand alongside classified, but that's a good point because you've got 112 collective is one size. Marvel legends is one size. Black series is one size. Mm -hmm. Like there are different ideas of what 112 scale is. Uh, So we'll, we'll find out. You mean six inch scale. No, I do not. <laughs> because that's six the inches is not term. a scale. <laughs> it drives me crazy. Uh, all right, you guys. Well, that is uh, that is our time, including our bonus preamble uh, that we gave you. So I hope everybody checks out uh, Operation Monster Force. As always, our music is by Andy Sanford of electricminnowmusic.com. You can follow us on Instagram and check out these awesome Audible interlude t-shirts and our stories. The links are there right now uh, at Audible Interlude Podcast on Twitter at G.I. Joe Audible. If you want to interact with us, send us ideas, send us input, tell us stuff we missed, uh, share your pictures, whatever you want to do. Audible Interlude Podcast, send us messages on Instagram. I try and be very interactive. Uh, comments here on the Needless Things YouTube channel. I will always reply. Um and Noel, why don't you tell us a little bit about The Finest? The Finest is an international G.I. Joe costume club. And uh, we, uh, of course, <laughs> dress up like our favorite G.I. Joe, Cobra, Dreadnought, uh, whatever G.I. Joe adjacent, uh, as long as it's canonical uh, characters we want. Um, and uh, we help raise money for a great organization called Canines for Warriors. Is actually one of our charity shirts here where we've got our our canine right there and our defiant flying around. So yes. Um, yeah. Check us out. We're often at conventions or you can go to the finest CC.com or the finest uh, recruitment center on Facebook and um, yeah. Help us uh, with this great cause. And Christian, where can we find that toy photography? You can find me on flicker.com and Instagram under the name Legion cub. Well, you guys that were watching and everybody that's listening to the audio version of this uh, and Nolan Christian, thank you so much for sitting down and talking about G.I. Joe. And as always, yo, Joe. Cobra. You have been listening to a Needless Things podcast. You can follow Needless Things on Facebook, Twitter, Instagram, and at needlessthingspodcast.com. Love you. Mean it. Uh Uh-huh.